It's the Next Level Physicians podcast with Dr. Maisha, empowering doctors and medical professionals to thrive outside the box. Dropping new episodes every Monday so you can start your week thriving right. All right, y'all, welcome back to the Next Level Physicians Thriving Outside the Box, your host, uh, Dr. Maisha, and I am here with a, a super cool doc that I share, an amazing group that she founded, Dr. Sharon Mack. She's the founder of The Mack Diet, and you know, one other thing that you all may not know about her is that she's an amazing, amazing at marketing and business development, and so I wanted to actually talk with her about you know, she's, she's like me, she's kind of a serial entrepreneur and we, and we love to talk shop around marketing, marketing strategy, and why it's so important in building a business. So welcome to the show, Dr. Sharon Mack. Thank you so much for being on. Dr. Maisha, thank you. It's a pleasure to be here and to speak with you. Yeah. So I really kind of want you to tell us your story, like how you got into entrepreneurship, like what's been your journey and how you got to this um, you know, this particular health and wellness, the, the, the MAC diet, like what's being inspiring you um, to, to take this on as the newest uh, adventure? Oh, there's so many things. You know, I look back, I think a lot of entrepreneurship has to do with how we were raised mm. because my father was an entrepreneur. And I, I honestly believe that if you don't have that in your life, it's going to be more difficult because mm. you just don't have those same visions. Mm -hmm. So that helped a lot. I think back in medical school, I was meeting, I was seeing some, some of the professors and, and doctors doing different things outside of medicine. And I thought that was very interesting. I was like, wow, I, I think this is something that I have an interest in and that when I'm finished with all my training, I will pursue that. Mm -hmm. And that's basically what happened. You know, I was in attending in general surgery. Mm -hmm. I did plastic surgery as well, a fellowship, and was mm -hmm. practicing in plastic surgery. Mm -hmm. And I, I started looking like outside the box. First thing was the skincare, because that's so easy as a plastic surgeon to yeah. sell. And, mm -hmm. you know, and honestly, a good skincare cream could really do wonders for us. So right. <laughs> that was definitely my first interest. And then from there, I went into like scar creams and scar gels and Mm. I, yeah, I did a lot of different things, a lot of private label, like where mm. someone else makes it and you just put your name on it. And then I manufactured some materials as well. So that was interesting. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I want to ask you about the private label. That's really interesting. So uh, that's one thing that I hadn't talked about on the show and I, and, and I don't want to derail, awesome. derail us too much, but, you know, private label, um, private label products. Uh, how, how do you, you know, what is the process by which you research and you actually find the right company? Because I know there's probably people out there that are like, well, yeah, you know, a lot of people are doing the coaching, consulting and doing the virtual um, businesses, but there are people who want products. And one of the, I feel like one of the easier way to get a product line out there is to private label it. What would you say about that? Yeah, absolutely. Now, you know, you could use network marketing because they have their own products, right? Mm -hmm. And you could sell that in, in addition to your own program or not, mm -hmm. or private label where you put your name on, on your label, uh, on, a, on their label, but basically it just looks like you and you sell it as yours. So yeah, I definitely think so. Sometimes there's minimums, other times not. It depends on what you're selling. Like with skincare, it's so competitive. It used to be like you needed to buy cases and cases. And that's just not the case anymore because it, it is competitive. People like, you know, one of the companies stood up and said, you can 
put your name on this product mm -hmm. and you just need to buy 12. And then another company and said, you just need to buy six. Oh. So it's really six units is nothing. Who cares if you don't sell it, you give it away. It's, a, right. I, it's a really a low cost buy-in mm -hmm. really as far as like if you, you, you're worried. So as far as how you find these products, you definitely can Google it. Okay. Mm -hmm. But really you want to know, you, you just ask around people that are already doing it and perhaps mm -hmm. they'll share information. I can tell you that, and then consultants too, that will help you. They, they know the, um, like with my skincare, when I was, one of the things I did was hire a consultant mm. and she found companies that I wasn't even aware of. And it wasn't until she brought them to my attention that I was able to locate them online, mm -hmm. but they're not on the first or second page of when you Google something. Right. What are those percentages that your private label rights companies take when they, when you, when you slap your name on it and you're selling it, what are the percentages that you get to keep and the percentages that you have to give away? Generally speaking. Generally speaking. And honestly, you could, it's up to you. I don't oh, think wow. that there's a, because when you, because it's different than like network marketing, it's different mm -hmm. than wholesale, right? Like, because mm -hmm. you can go on Amazon, you could find out what this product costs, like what they're selling it for. There's a retail list. Mm -hmm. When you have your name on it, you could take a $10 product, a unit and sell it for a hundred. You could sell it for 200. It basically, you name the price. Wow. Okay. That's, that's, that's pretty cool. And do most of these um, private label uh, companies or do any of them really, do they have like a drop ship program or don't mostly you order them and warehouse them and then you ship them out? Yes. So there was one company that, that talked about drop shipping, mm -hmm. but I couldn't really get uh, the bottom line is, and this was a few years back and the things mm -hmm. may have changed. Mm -hmm. I couldn't really get them to, I don't know, cooperate, you know, as far mm -hmm. as emails back and forth. And I was mm -hmm. like, mm, I don't know how legit this is. So at this point uh, of what I know, cause this has been a few years that you were responsible for shipping out and it was mm -hmm. a drop shipping, mm -hmm. you know, because yeah. it kind of makes it, you're responsible for keeping the inventory. Is the right. Bottom line. Right. Got it. Got it. Well, that's very, very interesting. So you did the private label rights and then, and then what else, what next, what, you know, what was your next adventure? I did some lingerie. I designed a lingerie line. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. That is so amazing. You were truly a serial entrepreneur. You designed an and a lingerie line. That's amazing. I think a lot of times when we're entrepreneurs, we find solutions to problems, right? Mm -hmm. So I had a mastectomy, bilateral mastectomies when I was in my early 30s, and it was really difficult for me to find lingerie. So it's like, mm -hmm. you know, I think I'm just going to create my own line. And it was relatively easy. You know, you don't know what you don't know. Right. Someone else, Dr. Paula had said that once. And, mm -hmm. and I truly believe that because there was no stopping me because I didn't think that there was an obstacle, mm -hmm. you know? So I... Um, the same thing, you find people that do, I knew that this would be low units. I wasn't sure. I wanted to try it out. Mm -hmm. But I live in Long Island, so it's close enough to New York City. And in Brooklyn, I found a company that did, you know, 100 units. Wow. And I work with them as far as design. I have no design skills whatsoever. Mm. But I, I basically did some, I, learned, I took some sewing lessons. I drew some pictures of what I wanted. Mm -hmm. There, we, I had some prototypes made, and I did a I launched a line. Wow. I was wow. in, was it the Daily Mail? Somebody picked, there's a few <laughs> different programs, a lingerie journal. There was a few of them that picked it up. I was like, wow, wow I got it. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty interesting, you know, because they were like plastic surgeon creates her own lingerie line after having, you know, bilateral mastectomies. Yeah. They, they liked it. So yeah, it was, it was pretty good. Do you still, do you still sell them? 
I don't. No. Oh, that's too bad because that sounds like that'd still be a pretty good line. Yeah. As well. <laughs> there are some people though, right? Like Dr. Katie Deming, she sells, and there's Dr. Regina Hampton who has like a boutique down in around the Washington DC area mm. for you know women that had mastectomies. Yeah, yeah. I, I know it's easy being a physician for us, you know. I, I don't so so from there. Uh, there's been so many things I think, but the, so as far as the diet goes, why I wanted to do this, right. it, in all honesty, um, I grew up with a mom that was overweight. I hate to mm-hmm. say it cause she's passed away, but she, mm-hmm. she always had weight issues. Mm-hmm. She was five foot and not 260 pounds. Mm-hmm. So I think as a child, that definitely was a problem, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. then in medical school, I, I um, had some eating issues. I actually had bulimia. Mm. So that was an issue. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then I, you know, I was always working out and all, but as, and I did okay up in my twenties, my thirties, I'd have to say my late twenties, my thirties, but then I had my daughter and I was thin. And, but after my daughter, I just couldn't lose the weight. Mm. So I lost it. It took about a year. I lost it. But then I like each decade not each decade each year it seemed to put a little bit more weight on I was 36 when I had it but my mm-hmm. early 40s I couldn't lose the weight anymore mm-hmm. and I just kept that extra weight on for a number of years mm-hmm. and it wasn't until recently I really started looking into the literature yeah and keto was a big thing you know I yes, heard so much about keto right mm-hmm. so I took a deep dive into that and I was all for it. like it worked really well, mm-hmm. but I have elevated cholesterol and I've already been on Lipitor. I've been on Lipitor and I was like, yeah, I just can't imagine these saturated fats being healthy for us. It's just not a way to live. Like it was a great way to get the weight off and mm-hmm. I felt really good. But then I started looking into alternatives mm-hmm. and that's where I came across like a vegan keto, mm-hmm. which is not too much on, but, and I don't consider myself a vegan. Mm-hmm. That's basically what the, the Mac diet is. It's con- like a plant for forward, low carbohydrate, yeah, a higher fat, but not saturated fat by mm-hmm. any means. Mm-hmm. And it really is more plant-based than anything else. Mm. And a lot of people believe that if you just stick with a plant-based, that's good enough. Mm-hmm. So I'm not even sure right now I'm fluctuating with the, with the carbohydrates. And probably the, the mere fact is that not one person will respond the same to the same diet. Yeah, I think it's so true. Like, you know, and I like what you're saying. It's like, you know, when you, like in, in your case, you can customize your, your diet plan to how people are responding. And it, it has sort of the similar, like the plant base. And I agree. I mean, coming from an integrative medicine background, you know, we, we're always te- preaching plant-based. And, you know, sometimes like I know for myself, I'm just getting to the point where I'm fully going plant-based. I actually have had a problem taking, taking the, the I, fish is the only thing that I currently eat, taking that out of my diet in the past, just because of the, the trying to find other ways. I definitely need higher protein than most. So then I've had to like look at supplementing higher protein without um, the, the carb issue and so when I started to look into keto as well, because the, the fat actually helps, like the healthy fats actually help to balance out that, you know, the protein issue for me. So I am I mean, really, I, I'm a big proponent of plant-based eating when you can do it, but everybody responds differently. And I think that, you know, you do have to um, be mindful of how people are reacting and, and meet people where they are. And that's what I hear from your standpoint is like, there's, there is this, foundation of plant-based eating and, and, and with a keto twist to it. And yet you can still customize it based on how people are responding to it. 
Yeah, absolutely. Try lupini beans. Are you familiar with those at all? Lupin, what's that? Lupini beans. Oh, lupini yeah. beans. No. So they're high in protein, low in carbohydrate, mm. but it's a bean. So Cento, you know, there's a company, Cento, C-E-N-T-O. They make uh, them. I'm right. I'm right. Look, they're, I'm right. They're right my <laughs> neighborhood, like a grocery store, big box stores. You should mm. be able to find them. And it's it's called the Lupini, L-A-P-I-N-E. L-U-P-I-N-E. L-A-U-P-I-N-E. Okay, I'm going to look at that. Cause I have not heard of that. I, now I know a lot about beans, but this one I hadn't heard about. So I'm gonna go look at that. Cause I'm all for. I love beans. I mean, I'll make a mean bean soup, especially this time of year. It's soup and stew season. I love making vegetable bean soup. So I'm gonna look up this bean, the lupine bean. You know what it is? Is the net carbs are really low. So mm-hmm. that's why because of the fiber is so high in it. Yeah, yeah. The benefit of the plant-based diet, right? So much fiber. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, you know, as you have done all of this entrepreneurship, as as you've started these various businesses, and oh, I don't even want to step over, you also had Mac Consulting, you were doing some business development and marketing consulting, which is part of why, you know, I wanted to talk shop with you here. So you've done that as well. You recently completed a mastermind that was successful. Um, or completed running a mastermind. Let me just make sure I make that language clear. That was successful. And so, you know, as you've gone through this, these various businesses, what about the, the marketing piece has you, have you found that that's worked? Or what are the foundations that you've picked up in, in marketing that you feel has worked for you? I think you have to be consistent. Mm-hmm. It takes work to market. So whether you do it yourself or you're going to hire out, mm-hmm. um, as soon as you can, I would ask for help. That's the bottom line because you can't do everything and you can't be everywhere. Mm-hmm. If you're doing this by yourself, then pick two platforms. But mm-hmm. social media is very important and you need to show up every day. And if you're not showing up every day and once in a while, people just, you know, you kind of lose face value is the bottom line. Mm-hmm. So you have to show up. For me, like Facebook is very important. I'm there every day. And Instagram, not as much, but I, I'm okay in the stories. Like the Instagram stories is very big right now. But I think when it comes to marketing, you need to pick two social media platforms and you need to show up and just do videos, be there. You know, that's the, I think the biggest thing when it comes to marketing. After that, you have to show up. Then it doesn't matter that you show up. You need to start collecting emails because I think an email list is huge. And some people will say email is dead. It is not dead. Oh, not at all. Yeah. And it is really still the number one way to connect with people mm-hmm. because the way that the logarithms work is that, you know, even though I may do a post, even though you're looking, you may not see my post because there's just so much noise and other people posting. Mm-hmm. So if you write quality emails to people, start building up a list and having a landing page, which I know we've spoken about in the past, mm-hmm. but there's, if you have a business, you need a landing page. You need something because so what if you, you know, do a social media post, you have to have a call to action mm-hmm. and you really should be offering them something, you know, get this, get this freebie, get this often mm-hmm. and sign up here and then send them off to a landing page. Yeah. You don't have to do it every post, right? But like on your Facebook page, it should be posted at the top mm-hmm. on your Facebook group. It should be post or pinned, you know, that people mm-hmm. can sign up. Yeah. So those are some basics. And I think most people agree, but it's basically just showing up and being consistent. 
Yeah, I really love the what you talk about being consistent, because I think that a lot of, um, and especially doctors, we're the most impatient, uh, you know, when it comes to business, we're like, we want to throw our stuff out there, market one time, and then like, everybody come and, and buy your stuff. No, that's not how it happens. Like, I feel like business is like a marathon and not a sprint. And so you do, you have to be consistent. You have to be consistent in your marketing, um, on your social media platforms. And I, I think that in terms of social media, you're right, you should pick one or two platforms. And how you choose the platforms is where are your people? Like you gotta know your target market. If you're business to business, you wanna be going to LinkedIn, mostly. There's some B2B on Facebook, but mostly you definitely wanna be in, in, in uh, LinkedIn for business to business. Otherwise, depending on your age, the age of your avatar, Facebook versus Insta. And you are so right, videos, man. I'm like, I've been listening to, you know, ever since I started this podcast, I started to like dive in and voraciously be consuming everybody's podcast now, right? And so I, I feel like um, video marketing is on the rise. And whether it's on Facebook, whether it's on, I mean, even Instagram's got their video platform, YouTube or even LinkedIn now has their, their video. They're starting to see more video. I think that's, it's catching people's attention. And even I, the, you know, it's funny because I do Facebook lives, but I'm not really, I don't really necessarily love being on video. Like I don't love being in front of the camera. I would rather be behind it, but I have pushed myself to start doing more videos and I'm finding in terms of content, and I'd love to ask you how you find your content, but I was just doing a, um, a module on this um, in my course that content is everywhere. Oh, it is. And like, I'm finding that I can draw content from my conversations with my five-year-old son or with my mom or like driving down the street and somebody cuts me off and I like had to do some mindset stuff and I'm like, oh, or I'm reading a book or listening to a podcast. You can get content from anywhere well how do you get your content you basically just said it all <laughs> <laughs> no because part of being an entrepreneur is personal development so mm -hmm. you should be listening to videos you should be reading a book you need to constantly grow you need to right this is learning and growing so some of that is going to be posts right you could turn that into a post some of this will be personal, right? You should bring your own personal life into it because people connect and that's how you're going to connect with your potential customer. Mm. So you want to bring your, you know, you you may not want to take a photo of your child, but you can certainly talk about a child, mm -hmm. your child, mm -hmm. lots of different ways to do that. So there's some more content. Um, just, uh, and then behind the scenes, what's going on in your own business, you should be sharing. Yeah. So there's right there is okay. that's your content. You know, like that's, personal life, business life, and mm -hmm. then your personal development. And yeah. that's it in a nutshell. That's really, so every day I spend some time looking like for, if I'm doing the entrepreneur, if I have to post like on our free, on our group, or mm -hmm. it would be looking at inc.com, success.com, entrepreneur.com. Mm -hmm. And those are just basically like quickly flip through them. Maybe a headline will grab, um, mm -hmm. maybe some news coming out. Like industry news is a good thing to write about oh, as yeah. well, mm -hmm. you know? And then the other thing is I will go on Google and like for weight loss, if I wanted to do a weight loss post, mm -hmm. I may hit weight loss. I may hit keto and then actually look at the news. Mm -hmm. You know, like, you know, like with Google, they allow you yeah. to look at the news mm -hmm. and then see what stories have come out because 
again, when it comes to social media and your business, you want to be an expert. You want to position yourself as an expert. So if you don't know the news, that's a problem. Like you really do. I personally think that you need to keep up with the news in your industry. And that's one of the ways you do it. You just Google it, find out what's happening and then post about it, you know? Yeah, that's, I, that's and I really love like, the, the, so there's the news, you want to post industry stuff. There are two things I really love that you said behind the scenes, which a lot of people don't do. And I've seen you do it. And it's really cool when you like post, you've done it with, um, with Builderall, with, you know, how building a funnel and, um, and then your personal story. I have been over the years, you know, sort of reluctant to tell my personal story until the last maybe year or so, just because it feels it feels like, well, it, at least I have a, I used to have a mindset of people don't want to know my personal story. They just want to know the tactics and tools to get to where they want to go. But what I have found, and I think you can relate to this too, is that people are in a space and they want to know that you're relatable to what they're going through. And they want to know that you've been there and they want to, then they see that you're already successful. So it's like, oh, you're, and they want to know that you're human. So like even now sometimes I'll like post if I'm having like a you know if I had a, a tough day I've fallen off the horse from a marketing standpoint from a content standpoint you know I just come back on and say oh yeah the holidays threw me off kilter and now I'm back you know kind of thing but they get to see look you're human too so I think it's it's that 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 narrative that story that personal connection with people because what do they need they need to know they need to know you they need to like you they need to trust you before they're gonna buy for you and as a, one of my favorite saying is people don't care how much that you know until they know how much you care. And though that I think comes from the storytelling. Yeah, I totally agree. That's some more um, personal development you could do. There's some great books out there as far as storytelling, the story mm. brand. And oh, I love story brand. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that was a good one, right? Yeah. There's another one too by um, a woman named Hall. She does it too. But it's a very similar book to what we spoke about. Yeah, very cool. So um, what's, tell me like what's coming up, what's next in the, in, in your programs that you're developing, what's coming up? Well, the Mac Diet right now is just a Facebook group, which I'm not charging for. It's free, mm -hmm. but I will be putting together a course with Builderall on Builderall, the course <laughs> program, you know, the new cheetah came out. It's really great. Misha, if you haven't checked it out, Dr. Misha, if you haven't checked it out, check it out. It's so okay. good. I love it. Yes. So definitely put the course on that and then, you know, start charging for it and, and making money. But really it all has to do with helping people and, mm -hmm. and just trying to work on that science because to show so many more studies, I think need to be done and we're unclear with certain things, mm -hmm. but certainly put together a program that, you know, with the science is kind of leading us. Mm. Yeah. So, well, good. So, uh, you know, we want to know when the Mac Diet course is released. Okay. When you're, yes, because there are those of us who are, you know, I, I struggle as well with weight and I have for over the years as well. And I'm five foot one and I have a gen the genetics to like gain weight easily. And it, of course, over the age of 40, I'm com coming up on 45. It is so tough to lose the weight and especially as a, you know as a woman who is close to that perimenopausal stage in life the hormones go wacky and that makes it even harder to lose the weight so i feel like you know something like this plant based the keto with the keto twist kind of diet would be something that even helps to bring the hormones back in 
um, harmony with each other as much as possible as you're, you know, we're, we're sort of diminishing that capacity over the years. So I'd love to know when it comes out um, so that we can promote it. And um, yeah, so quick question. I always like to ask, what's your favorite book? I'd have to book? Yeah, no, I'd have to say the story brand um, mm. because it wasn't until I read that book that I realized how important it is to, that you have to tell your story. And, you know, it wasn't very comfortable telling people that I have bulimia, right? But I think that should be part of my story, those types of things, you know, um, so people can relate to it. But that would have to be my favorite book. Yes. Yes. I love it. And I think it's so important for us to share our stories. And, you know, um, I often talk about my journey with, um, with burnout and, and, and how it nearly took my life, how I nearly took my life. And, and, and I think that when I opened up about that, um, I got, uh, people were able to relate to me a lot more and people were able to see that they weren't alone. And I think that um, in our community, especially, there's a lot of feeling like we're alone. And so it's really courageous to, to open up and to share our stories. And I think it's almost necessary in this day and age of really connecting with people. I think it's in the info age where people can't really be with you, but when they can connect with you through your story and through your narrative, then it really helps them to feel like, oh, I can reach out and touch this person. They're human. I wish I could hug them. And yeah, and then they want to like buy your stuff. <laughs> they see themselves in, in, in you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, good. So I'm, I'm excited about the, the Mac diet. Um, and I'm, ex and I'm really appreciative that you kind of came on and, and was able to tell us about your journey on entrepreneurship. I think one of the lessons, um, coming from this, besides the marketing lessons is that you, people have many ideas. You can have many, many ideas. Um, and you want to just like play with those ideas. Don't give up. If, if you get tired of one idea, go to the next because we're creative people. And um, if you have an idea, it's likely a good idea. And then what like Dr. Sharon says, you know, you, you want to like get help. You want to get help in developing the idea and developing the marketing strategy and the marketing plan and, and getting the systems in place. I think that's super important. But you know, you can, you can have as many ideas as possible. Focus on one at a time, and, but write your ideas down in an idea book because you might complete one idea, you may fulfill upon one business and be ready for the next, you know? So I think that's a huge lesson that you brought in addition to, you know, in terms of the marketing, showing up, being consistent, getting help, getting a strategy. And um, do you still do any, any consulting with Matt Consulting? Do you still do any of that business consulting? You know, I, I absolutely do as far as helping people. But honestly, I right now I'm more interested in the diet. But we'll run that course again. We'll go into probably in January. Yeah. So, so you know, we're, we're part of the same tribe. And, and if people want to get in touch with you, how do they do that? There's two websites. There's um, the Mac, <laughs> Sharon Mac Consulting mm -hmm. com, And then there's the MacDiet.com. Good. So the SharonMacConsulting.com, if you're a, a business owner or you have an idea and you want some consulting, Sharon, uh, the, uh, Sharon Mac Consulting, <laughs> I know. SharonMacConsulting.com, excuse me, SharonMacConsulting.com. If you are wanting to connect with Dr. Sharon Mac about 
the um, the diet and really getting on, you know, getting that weight off, especially as 2020 is coming, so we got goals, um, then you want to go to themaxdiet.com. And how, where, how can they reach you on social media? How can they follow you on social media? On Instagram and Twitter, I'm Sharon Mac MD. Mm-hmm. So it's S-H-A-R-O-N-M-A-C-K-M-D.com. Awesome. Yeah. And then on Facebook, it's the Mac Diet. The Mac Diet. Very good. And so then um, I'll make sure I put all of this in the show notes, y'all, so you can connect with Dr. Sharon Mack. And uh, is there any, any last words of wisdom, any last thing that you want to say to leave our listeners with today? I believe it. Um, and it, it really is basic, but you need to follow your heart because mm. it has to, it has to feel right to you. If it doesn't feel right, it's real hard to do. Mm-hmm. And if you're unhappy, because sometimes I think some people out there may be unhappy, then you need to make some changes. They don't have to be overnight, mm-hmm. but, but reach out to other people. There's people willing to help. Mm-hmm. You can find a ton online. Mm-hmm. Think about what you really want to do with your life, you know, where you want to transition it to, yeah. and then start taking the steps. But you will never get anywhere unless you take action. Absolutely. Follow your heart and take action. Dr. Sharon, thank you so much for coming on the show. You know how much I love and appreciate you. Um, You have built an amazing tribe for us and um, you're doing some amazing things. So I can't wait to see what happens when you launch the Mac Diet course. And um, I'll make sure that I put all the links in the show notes. Thank you so much again for coming on. I appreciate it. That's Maisha. Thank you. It was a real pleasure. And it was wonderful speaking with you. All right. Well, you all heard it. They're all the show no- all the links are going to be in the show notes. Connect with Dr. Sharon Mack. And of course, remember to subscribe so you don't miss any of these episodes that are coming out. We have awesome people like Dr. Sharon every week. And share this episode. Share with your tribe. If you love this episode, leave a comment so that we know that Um, we're doing, we're bringing to you the things that you want, but remember to subscribe and guess what y'all, we will see you on the next episode. Y'all have a great rest of the day and a great rest of the week. Namaste. Thanks for listening to the Next Level Physicians podcast with Dr. Maisha. Follow me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn at Dr. Maisha or backslash Dr. Maisha on any of these platforms. Or if you want, you can listen directly through my website, www.drmaisha.com.